Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to another edition of the Brian Turner Basketball Podcast. I just want to kind of just tap in real quick. I'm not going to be long-winded with this uh, with this message, but I kind of want to put put a little clarity behind um, a few things. Things I see on social media, on the internet, um, that basically is just talking about this name, image, and likeness. Some of you all, you may hear name, image, and likeness and may not know what that means. And so I want to kind of clarify that just a little bit, educate you know folks on this, and uh, just kind of get an understanding of even when you, you're having conversations and topics about you know certain student athletes, whether if you're on the side of uh, if you believe that it's good or not, um, but just to kind of put things in context uh, when it comes to these uh, NIL deals, because on my last video, when I talked about the transfer portal, a lot of different things came up into why kids were transferring or why they felt the need to enter um, the transfer portal. I had to get educated on a lot of different things myself, so I kind of want to just you know share that uh, share some of those notions and again just kind of put some things out there to uh to just make make some of you guys just kind of think and just be a little bit more educated on this topic so um let's kind of let's kind of touch base here so name image and likeness so uh a lot of people are college basketball fans college football fans college sports fans in general for as long as i've been involved it's always been that notion of should college athletes uh, be treated as professional athletes should college athletes be paid to college athletes. Um, they shouldn't have to starve when it's a billion dollar industry that is making so much money off the backs of these uh, quote unquote student athletes. So last fall was the first time that they started to kind of reevaluate the whole financial landscape of college sports. So let me just share this uh, and this, I got this from, this is from a newspaper called the Christian Science uh, Monitor. And a lot of this information is coming from them. And uh, again, whether if you fall on one side or the other, it's best to kind of get this information. So uh, they said that uh, the NCAA in July let more than half a million athletes monetize their name, image, and likeness uh, throughout all different types of brands and partnerships. Okay, so when you hear the word NIL, when you hear name, image, and likeness, that's basically talking about uh, being able to use your name, being able to use uh, your image, uh, your likeness in order to be uh, uh, either paid or monetized from it, okay? And these different things come in different perks, you know. Um, you may be able to get certain things, certain endorsements, certain, you know, different partnerships can come from this name, image, and likeness. And so it says the NCAA new policies, it permits uh, college athletes to profit on their name, image, and likeness rights. Um, and again, it's just so much money that's being transferred in and out. Now this is a way for them to kind of say, all right, you can, you can do the groundwork yourself, all right? So it says, why now? Well, the college athletes should be compensated for their rights uh, has been, again, been a debate for years. And where did this stuff stem from? Well, I can just remember back when um, when I was in college, there was a game, uh, March Madness 2008, and I think it had Carmelo Anthony on the front. It either had Carmelo Anthony on the front or it had uh, Steve Francis on the front cover. But within that game, uh, you saw all of the Division I schools represented, okay? 
You had the Dukes, the North Carolinas, the Marylands, the UCLA, all of these different teams um, were represented. And within that game, uh, different players on different teams were rated. So it wasn't like uh, you know, back in the day when we played uh, video games on Nintendo or uh, Atari, where you knew that it was Michael Jordan versus Magic Johnson, but they couldn't put their names up. So again, this happened in, again, 2005, 2006, when this game came out. And within that game, you knew that it was certain players that was represented by certain teams. Their names couldn't be on there, so they had to have uh, their number represented. So they went through all of the NCAA teams, went through the rosters, put the rosters names in there, and then basically broke down the players based on gave them an overall rating based on the type of player that they were. Uh, UCLA had a player named Ed O'Bannon, who during that year was the most outstanding player uh, in the NCAA tournament within that time frame. And uh, he kind of kicked everything off. And it's, it's funny because I remember being in that game. You know, my team, Southern Illinois, uh, I look on there, we played the game in the dorm rooms and around the team. And you could just see that everybody was represented based on their number on the roster of the team. So whoever you wanted to play with, and this not only was in college basketball, this was also in college football. I remember being in the dorm room, playing with the Mizzou teams, the Ohio State teams, all of these different college teams, and, and I knew exactly who those players were. But again, you couldn't use their names during this whole process. So again, it says in 2009, a UCLA player sued the NCAA after his likeness was used in a video game without his permission or without payment. All right. Over the next decade, athletes started to advocate for their public, uh, publicity rights directly to the state and local legislation. All right. In 2019, California passed a Fair Pay to Play Act, which allowed athletes to earn compensation for their NIL their name, image, and likeness starting in 2023. Florida moved up the timeline, passing a similar bill that went into effect uh, last July. Okay, so to avoid students wanting to say, okay, I want to go to Florida, I want to go to California, that was going to give uh, Florida and California unfair uh, balance and get certain student athletes because if they wanted to make money in college sports, you would pick those two teams. So it says to avoid giving individual states an unfair recruiting advantage, the NCAA drafted a new policy, but before it could put it into vote, the Department of Justice flagged it for containing a potential antitrust violation. Not one to subject itself to further litigation after the Supreme Court ruled that uh, the NCAA vi violated the antitrust laws by limiting nine cash educational benefits for athletes. The NCAA implemented a bare bones interim policy with two main stipulations, that athletes cannot be paid for on-field performance and schools cannot offer uh, impermissible incentives to attend. So again, you can't just automatically just say, you come to this school, we got a deal for you. That's not the case. And then to get uh, to not get into the whole situation of you get a situation where a player may be, uh, you know, trying to rig a game, you know, uh, 
betting is huge right now in sports, so you didn't want to give students the opportunity to uh, uh, basically a pay to play for their performances on the court. So they put, put those two stipulations in, okay? So again, it says, uh, who's gonna benefit from this? I think it's a great idea for, um, for all of these universities. Again, it, it, it works on both sides. You have business departments, you have uh, universities or hubs for, or like think tanks for hubs for, you know, the 18 to 22 year old to figure out what life is gonna be like. Why not make sure that these certain things are, are put in place and established for them to not just learn about the sport itself, but learn about the business of the sport. You know, it's, it's nothing wrong with that. You know, we, we hear so much of uh, when, when, first of all, if you're a student athlete at the college level, so much of your time is being put in and poured into your sport. And then for you to start studying different things that you may not be interested in. Um, and so here's another opportunity for universities to just educate student athletes on what the business of their sport looks like. And if they want to be able to make money within that business or that sport, here's an opportunity to do that. So again, you are empowering the uh, student athlete to get things done. And again, everything is a trickle down effect. I see that if these things are put into place, now it, 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 it makes the high school student a little bit more knowledgeable and a little bit more serious in taking everything as serious and whether if it's their body, their game, um, their image, um, taking it so much serious than they have done maybe 10 years, 10 years ago. So um, I think it's a great thing in that aspect. But again, all of these different things is going to take trial and error um, for people to kind of to kind of perfect it. So. Uh, Again, this is a great article. I'm gonna put the link for this article in the description of this video. Um, again, name, image, likeness rights. Um, uh, do you agree with it? You don't agree with it? You don't think players should be paid? I think this is a great conversation that, again, can be sparked in. I mean, we already have been talking about this um, at the water cooler, and the barbershop, you know, different places. I think to be able to carry this conversation on would, would be great. But for the most part, uh, I think that you know students should should get paid, uh, and not everybody should get paid the, the same amount. But again, give them the opportunity to uh, give them the opportunity to be able to uh, work things out. And if they if they want to get deals, and if they you know want to get partnerships, there's ways to go about it. And I just wanted to just kind of point out a few things that uh, whether if you're on either side of the, of, the, of the topic, whether if you feel like sh student athletes should get paid, student athletes shouldn't get paid, uh, regardless of the fact, it's out there, it's out in the open. So I wanted to make sure that, that folks were aware of the type of deals that um, these student athletes could get that for whatever reason, you may think that is, that is hokey, that is funny, but these guys are benefiting from um, their name, image, and likeness. So we all remember the guy Doug Ebert from St. Peter's in the NCAA uh, tournament. Uh, again, timing is everything, all right? So this guy was able to get a deal. He's just landing a deal with Buffalo Wild Wings. Um, and again, that's something that whether or not 
um, within a couple years ago. You know, I just think back to the guys like Bryce Drew or, or anybody that had a name in this NCAA tournament run. Those guys could have benefited, even if they didn't have a long career, uh, whether if it's a professional career, but they were to be able to capitalize off these things because when you're hot, you're hot. So uh, St. Peter's guard Doug Ebert has signed an NIL deal um, for Buffalo Wild Wings. So, and that's uh, coming from Front Office Sports' um, Twitter page. This kid's name is Jaquincy Kool-Aid McKinstry. He gets a deal with Kool-Aid. Now, how crazy is that? Um, I don't care um, how you may put it, but again, nicknames. If you have a nickname, you should be looking out for endorsement deals uh, or NIL deals based off that. So this this guy got a a Kool-Aid deal to, to... to use as an NIL deal, which I, I think is just remarkable that he was able to pull that off. Uh, we get some kids that are out here. Uh, here's a kid that got one from Stecker Pediatric Dentistry. Um, so he was able to put his face out there, and his name is Josh Pascal. He was able to land a commercial where he was just promoting the local uh, dentistry. Uh, Built Boys was able to give a kid that was a BYU walk-on a deal. Um, and, and again, this is, uh, this is something that, you know, it says BYU just found a way to get their walk-on some extra scratch uh, through their NIL deals. So um, hats off to BYU. Uh, they was able to pull that off. Uh, we all know Master P, you know, from uh, the No Limit, No Limit Master P, his son, Hersey Miller, who plays for Texas Southern. He just signed one of the biggest deals, which is a $2 million deal from Web App America. And again, that's just that's just groundbreaking that, uh, that he was able to get that done. So he signs a $2 million endorsement deal with Brand America. Uh, Jordan uh, Boheim, who is an Iowa, uh, Iowa University point guard, uh, signs a deal with Iowa Booming Fireworks. And so <clears throat> Jordan Bohan was able to get, again, a fireworks deal. Trey Knox was able to get a PetSmart, PetSmart's deal. Uh, and he's a, uh, I guess he's coming from, he's an Arkansas wide receiver. Was able to get a Pet PetSmart's endorsement deal, which is cool. The Atlanta Braves and a couple of Georgia stars. So here we go. We have the Major League Baseball franchise uh, was able to sign uh, non-baseball athletes to NIL deals. They signed a Georgia gymnast and a Georgia Tech quarterback to the deal. So hats off to the Braves for being able to to pull that off. So again, you see a different uh, a variety of deals that can be done, and I think with with, with this with this new NIL deal with the NCAA, people are going to get real creative with doing this. That I foresee, you know, you have to be able to put a lid on certain things that kids will um, be able to produce, and then also for the student athlete, what aligns with your brand. You know, you don't want to endorse something that you probably won't use yourself. And again, this just gives guys opportunities to just uh, be creative and to think like a businessman. I mean, so many times that we, we tell kids at this 
at this age, use your body as your body is your business. Your body is your money maker, no matter how you look at it. So um, it's great to see that guys are able to uh, benefit off of um, all of the hard work that they're putting in. So. And again, it, it just empowers the athlete to, uh, to kind of get things done. So again, I didn't want to take so much of everybody's time with this video, but I want to educate everyone on this. Um, make sure that uh, if you like this video, you can go back and look at the archives of all of the different videos that I have. Um, like and subscribe to the channel. And uh, again, don't be afraid to leave a comment. Don't be afraid to kind of reach out and kind of tell me things that you would like for me to talk about. And thanks a lot for your time. Appreciate it.